Good morning, Toronto. It's Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered. Uh, today, I want to discuss something that uh, a few clients have been uh, talking about, so I figured it's worth sharing with you guys, uh, and that's about the Neighborhood Grants Program that's available from the City of Toronto. Um, as a as a realtor in Toronto for uh, almost 20 years next year, um, one of the biggest things for me about what I get to do um, is 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 become part of many neighborhood events and many neighborhood appreciation parties. I, I actually have my own street appreciation parties that I do for my listings. So this idea of the neighborhood grants program is is a pretty amazing one. Did you know that there are grants available from one thousand to three thousand dollars for resident-led groups? Um, of the of the 39, uh, and there's actually 39 identified neighborhoods, uh, 31 neighborhood improvement areas, and eight emerging neighborhoods. So a total of 39 areas, uh, and I actually prefer to call all of them um, emerging neighborhoods for a lot of reasons, because a lot of them, um, which is why it was really interesting to me, a lot of the neighborhoods that are on this list are also neighborhoods that are on my top 10 neighborhoods to watch over the next decade. So it's really, really important that, um, where the city's investing in, you know, the, 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 the neighborhoods that again, could, you know, maybe need a little bit of help, maybe need to get a bit more, uh, community spirit, whatever it might be. Um, it's, it's a good reason overall to, um, you know, to pay attention to this. So the, right now, the, the, the it's going to be a maximum of $5,000 that will be available, uh, to all of these 39 identified neighborhoods. And the list is going to be here on the podcast, um, uh, the podcast uh, description. So you'll be able to see it there. So essentially they have um, uh, four, uh, I believe it's uh, yeah five areas that, uh, that they're, they're going to be trying to, you know, promote with the strong neighborhood strategy 2020. Um, so it is economic opportunities, job skills, certification workshops, employment forums, healthy lives. So nutrition, wellness, gardening. I, I, I love that part of it because, um, that is something that I've spoken to a lot of people, um, in my own community. And one of the biggest things about, um, uh, the way things are working and, and, and the sheer just number of people that are, you know, uh, requiring things like food banks is, uh, understanding nutrition, going right back to basics, understanding how to make, uh, you know, how to make your meals, um, make healthier meals and, and make the food last. That's something that, uh, they don't teach anymore in school and they really, um, should go back to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, home economics and shop class for me was, uh, was really good. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I learned to cook and, uh, you know, do things like, you know, home maintenance and car maintenance and things like that, but not everybody does. And they totally should. Uh, number three is participation in decision-making. So community events, leadership training, civic, civic action forums, um, understanding as well for me is a big thing about this, understanding how decisions are made, uh, on the city level and, uh, understanding that sometimes it isn't a good idea to oppose, uh, a condo being built in a neighborhood. Sometimes it's not, um, the right thing to do. Sometimes it's the best thing to do is let them build. Uh, and if they, we're following that pros uh, that principle. Um, in many cases, we'd have a lot more of the housing that we need because we're we're way behind, the, almost no matter who you ask. 
Next is social development, uh, educational workshops, back to school event, neighborhood festivals, and lastly, the physical surroundings. So community, community beautification, neighborhood walking tours, uh, are things that I'm actually part of as well. I love exploring new neighborhoods. I've been doing that literally since my first week in real estate. And even before that, as a, as a, you know, as a longtime resident of, uh, Toronto and the GTA, um, I'll go spend an afternoon or an evening, um, just in a new neighborhood that I haven't explored, um, you know, just meeting people there, having, you know, having a meal at the restaurant. I, I, I cannot recommend that enough. And I still tell people to this day when they're, you know, investigating new neighborhoods to do exactly that, uh, you know, get your hands dirty, get right into the neighborhoods. So there are 39, again, eligible neighborhoods that I believe, uh, and many of these are on my personal, um, list. One of the areas, region park has seen the most improved in the last five years, uh, like you, you would not believe how um, how much the numbers have improved over the last few years. Um, there was just a recent report on the um, uh, property values in that area. So for those of you who have invested in that area, and there's again there's a bunch of a bu- bunch of other ones that are on my uh, on my top ten tours when I'm doing my real estate tours, places to watch out for, places growing. Um, that I think you would definitely make sure you should definitely make sure that you um, join me for those neighborhood walking tours. Uh, you know, if you're considering buying or just investing uh, in these areas, because if the government, again, the city of Toronto, if they're investing in these areas, uh, it's a good chance that you won't be alone. It's kind of like the principle of you know when McDonald's or Starbucks. Um, a couple other big companies, when they move into an area, very often they do a lot more research than, you know, any average person would in terms of, you know, is this area viable? Is it worth investing in? I'm not saying they're always right, um, but you don't see too many McDonald's closing down. I've seen a few Starbucks close, but, um, some of those are explainable, but you don't see too many McDonald's, uh, once they choose a location and they're, you know, they're sort of, they got their, uh, their sort of their hands in the, in the community. You don't see many of them close down. Um, and if you think, and if you still think that McDonald's is a food business, uh, you'll need to watch, uh, the founder, um, which is the story about how McDonald's was started. And you'll understand that McDonald's is a real estate business that sells hamburgers more than a fast food business. Um, uh, as, as you might think, but that's a, another, another podcast, another discussion. So the 39 neighborhoods are as follows, and this is in, uh, in order. And I'm very happy to say that I've sold properties in this area. I've actually sold a few, even in over the summer in some of these areas. So I really want to make sure you guys are with me on this because again, the investment in, in the right neighborhood now, uh, literally could be the difference between, um, you know, your, your, your quality of life being very, very good in 10 years or just, you know, sort of being on the average level. So let me start off with the, uh, the top, uh, sorry, let me start right at the top, the beach borough dash green book, bring Greenbrook area, the black Creek area, Dorset park, Downsview roading CFB, Eglinton East, Elms, old Rexdale, Englemount Lawrence, Flemington park, Glenfield, Jane Heights, Humber Heights dash Westmount, Humber Summit, Humber Mead, Ironview, which I've sold homes in, Keelsdale, Eglinton West, Kennedy Park, Kingsview Village, the West Way, Lamoureux, Malvern, Morningside, Mount Dennis, Mount Olive dash Silverstone dash Jamestown, 
Oak Ridge, which I've just recently sold a property in, Regent Park, which I've been doing tours and, and handling properties there for many, many years, Rockcliffe-Smythe, Rustic, Scarborough Village, South Parkdale, again, a very uh, active area for me over the years, Steeles, Taylor Massey, which also is uh, very near where I live, and I know it well, and I'm actually doing tours there on Monday. A um, lot of really good growth happening. Thistletown-Beaumont uh, Heights, Thorncliffe Park, again, the site of the new Costco, and also a lot of, uh, again, activity and reinvestment. Victoria Village, West Hill. Very, very um, high on the list for a lot of people moving east. Westminster Branson, Weston, Weston-Pelham Park, Woburn, York University Heights, and lastly, Yorkdale Glen Park, which has been, uh, again, a very uh, good pick for some of my clients who have invested there early, uh, and they have, they're seeing phenomenal returns over the last few years. So those are the 39 um, areas, which are the eligible neighborhoods, but I, I also call them emerging neighborhoods. So um, if you want to know what my top 10 are, you just need to get in touch with me. It's not something that I'm posting. Um, this is something that when you're signed up with me and we're doing tours, um, you will always get the inside scoop on, again, which areas are, are you know, worth investing in and uh, where you should be, uh, you know, planning to, uh, you know, to, to strongly look at um, if you're thinking about, you know, buying, whether it's a home or a condo, of course, it'll vary. Uh, and of course, you know, the, these areas range all over the city. So it depends on whether you're looking in the east or the west end. Um, my list is going to obviously vary depending on which neighborhood uh, or which area that you choose to be in, whether it's for work or family, whatever, uh, and the type of property, that's that's the big deal as well. Do you want a regular standard property? Are you looking at a multi-residential property? My, my, my perfect equation for all of you is not to think about just the next five years. Think about 20 years. If you've got kids and you've got, you know, uh, parents, whatever it might be, um, to have at least two, possibly three um, units within your property to me is the absolute um, dream situation. You will be in a very good position in 15 or 20 years um, simply because you'll have the ability to, um, uh, whether it's for income or for just for family use, you'll have that security. Uh, and the property itself, of course, will be extremely valuable uh, in, in, some in some areas more than others, just like you know, real estate's always been that way. But it is where you buy and it's when you buy that matters. That's the one rule that has not changed is that you make money when you buy. You have no control. I don't, you don't, no one with a crystal ball, no one on a YouTube channel, no one has a prediction of what things are going to be like in 10 years. We don't know. But if you bought at or below market value, or you've bought something that is significantly higher than market value, but for a really good price, because you were able to, again, spot an opportunity with me, come on my tours, find out, you know, if someone's an extremely motivated seller, the kind of things that I do a lot of research on are the things that will affect you as well. I, I, I like to know, uh, as my sell, my buyers will tell you, um, I like to know more about the property and the sellers than even the person who's selling the property property. 
So if you can understand the the degree of, and I'm talking CIA uh, undercover level research that I do on uh, properties that I'm buying, I, I will do again everything that I can to get you know to to, to allow my clients to have an advantage, uh, a fair advantage, but basically to make sure they have an advantage uh, in buying the property from you know someone that might be in a motivated position, uh, might have got a job somewhere, especially if they're relocating. Uh, there's a big asterisk there because if there's a relocation happening, very often there's a relocation company on the other end that will simply pay them the difference. If they don't get what they were supposed to get, the, the, the relocation company may in some cases pay the difference, meaning that you'll be able to get a fantastic deal uh, and it won't cost you more and the sellers end up walking away with what they need anyway. So you have to really understand the importance of doing background research on properties, finding out who's in retirement mode, of course, knowing how much the person owes on the property, if they're at the, um, you know, if they're at the third mortgage level and they're about to lose the property, um, uh, you know, you've got a different kind of motivation sometimes. Sometimes it isn't always, uh, you know, the, the the best deal for you and we walk on those ones. But uh, when possible, I try to make sure you guys have, uh, again, every advantage possible. And when I'm investing with you, I'm investing my money and my time, meaning um, I will not put you in a place that I wouldn't myself live in if I was looking for a property in that area. That's, to me, that's the rule. And when I come visit you in five years, which again, I, I, I don't, um, I don't ever let my best clients go. That's the one thing that you'll know if you're a client of mine, um, you'll know that. And if for any reason there's been some, um, falling out or some, uh, information that was, uh, found out to be not true or, or deception or anything like that from anybody, uh, at the same time, you'll also know that I have no problem letting you go. So for me, that's very important for you guys to know is I, I, I always plan for the long term for the right people, especially for the ones who are investing smart. So if you are one of those people and you uh, do want to find out what my top 10, uh, areas to look into in the, in the, you know, in the general area you're looking at, whether it's East or West, uh, north or south, wherever in the city you're looking to invest, um, definitely make sure we're connected and uh, look into this neighborhood grants program. And if you're the person in your neighborhood that does these events, just so you know, I, my ice cream cart is available to you for your, for your parties. And this is something I've been doing now for over five years since 2014, I've been doing this. And this is something that I believe is such a fantastic, uh, again, it's such a great thing that you guys are doing. Uh, and I like to, again, invest myself. So basically rather than having to rent one of these things, which could cost a couple hundred bucks, by the way, um, if you, if you were to rent one of these things that could cost 250 to 500, uh, depending on how many days you need it for per year. Uh, in some cases, you know, if you've got one or two events a year, that could be, you know, a thousand bucks. So I own my own vintage ice cream cart. I, I absolutely have my own. And I also have another one that is a more modern version that I, um, that I can actually bike to events with. And I've done that for many schools and many of the properties that I've handled. So I'm very happy to make sure that I provide that for you, um, for, for simply for you getting in touch with me and, um, being one of those people, being one of those organizers who is like, you know, the, 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 the right kind of people to stimulate the neighborhood. There's a lot of you out there 
there. And I don't think, you know, you guys don't know how important you are. So I'm telling you that I appreciate what you're doing. Um, many of my clients are those people that, you know, move into a neighborhood and sort of become those leaders. Um, and I want to make sure that you're rewarded and that you have every bit of, um, you know, uh, um, every bit of help and every bit of, um, assistance that I can possibly provide besides, of course, what you're you know going to be getting from the city if, again, you're in one of these 39 neighborhoods. So thanks for tuning in today. Have a great day and um, enjoy your weekend.